Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast. Thank you everyone for tuning in and supporting us each and every week. May you continue to remember, don't waste no time with negativity. Now, this show is sponsored and brought to you by Shop Downtown, which you are able to support our merch and visit the website at www.downtownworld.com. That's www.dw. Now let's get into the show. Good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast. Don't waste no time with negativity. Now, today I am very honored to be sitting with none other than Ty Woods. You might know her from her non-for-profit organization, Opportunity Knox or her beautiful series she has with her partner, where they really dive into the realness when it comes to love and entrepreneurship. So welcome, Ty. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for just joining me today and choosing not to waste any time with negativity. So what we're all about. And first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everything that you're doing for the young people and the youth. And it's so selfless. Yeah, it's something that fuels me. I know where it started with me. And so I have to give back in that way. I know that when I was young, when I was a teenager, especially, Mm -hmm. I knew that if I had someone to just give me some encouraging words and guide me, I would have probably started the path a lot sooner. Not that I didn't get to where I ultimately was going to be anyway, I I think that I would have got to it a lot sooner than what I did. I agree. I agree. I agree. I love, I I always think that to myself as well. Ironically, you saying that, I just had that conversation with my father and I was like, (laughs) you know what, like, don't feel bad about it because I still feel like we're, you know, in the path that I'm supposed to be taking. So don't feel bad about it. What? I, I, I was trying not to start so deep, but I can't help it. I can't help it. There's no like slowly getting into it with me. I'm sorry, Ty, but you mentioned it and let's just, let's just go for it. So what really drives you? What is your passion behind what you're doing now? I know we haven't fully gotten into it yet and we will, but like, what is just fueling Ty to get up in the morning and continue being you? I want to be the person that I wish I would have had when I was younger. For other kids who look like me, who came from the same neighborhood as me, and I know that there are going to be people inspired because they're going to say, wait a minute, she comes from the hood. She went through a whole lot of mess. But you know what? If she can make it out, I know I can too because my stuff is not that bad. When I hear about what she went through, oh, I, this is like it's a piece of cake compared to that. And so I want to inspire people 
to be a better brand of themselves. That's my number one goal. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what people say about you. It's what you say about you, because that's going to be the biggest conversation that starts or stops anything that you do. So, yeah, somebody may say, oh, you're never going to be anything. But the moment you start saying it to yourself, oh, you're never going to be anything, that's when you start believing it. So my goal is to start reprogramming what people have been saying to others, negative, and start reprogramming them with positive things, positive words, positive affirmations, and then give them a different narrative about themselves. Like, what story are you playing in your head? What narrative are you playing in your head that's making you think that you can't do it? Mm. And that's the narrative that I'm hoping I change through my show, through love and entrepreneurship, through my mentoring others, and through my uh, Opportunity Knocks. Yeah. I love that. Like, I myself was here listening to you like, yeah, ready to get it, ready to get it. And it's, 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 very, it's very important that the people behind these types of missions make you feel this way. Have that purpose behind what they're saying. And I definitely do feel that and respect that from you, Ty, honestly. Because I've been watching the page and studying, and I just, I really do genuinely love what you're doing out there. So let's give people a better sense for the gift that you are sharing, the selfless gifts that you are sharing. So what can you tell us about Art Opportunity Knocks? And yes, people, it's not opportunity. It's Art Opportunity. Thank you for saying it right. Yay. <laughs> okay, so Art Opportunity Knocks' mission is to empower youth to make positive and smart choices while increasing their opportunities in the arts and education and community service and bridging cultures. That mission was a spinoff of what happened in the 2008 recession when all of these art classes and schools cut the arts from their funding and they put all these art teachers out of work. And what happened was, as a result, kids like me who actually went to school to be in the band and went to school to be a part of the chorus Mm -hmm. and drama, I, I saw myself. I saw myself being left out. And I knew that if I didn't do something different for them and try to create a solution for them, that there's going to be some kids who say, you know what, I don't even want to go to school anymore. Because that was the reason why I went to school, the arts inspires. So I've, I looked for mini me. I call, it, I call a lot of kids mini me. Oh, you're my mini me. I look for the mini me. I look for the kids who were going to drop out of school. I look for the kids who are um, told they were never going to be anything. And through the organization, we inspire them to look at careers in the arts and entertainment sectors and STEM sectors, Mm -hmm. STEM standing for science, technology, engineering, and math. And we just say, okay, here are some people. No, they're not ball players. No, they're not rappers. No, they're not actresses or major A-list actresses. But guess what? These are working artists. These are working dancers. These are working, these people are working behind the scenes with lighting and sound and 
and production and engineering and they're making a pretty good living and this is what how you how you do it so we created these courses and and camps and opportunities for young people to explore careers in the arts and entertainment sector and now we have over 20,000 students who have gone through the program and have touched even more than 100,000 through our professional development that we do with our the teachers who are all across the country. So we have a now 50 state impact and all started from getting fired. So there's some people that probably got fired during the pandemic and I'm like, okay, great opportunity nuts <laughs> so this is a great opportunity for them to start that business or to start that class that they've always wanted to take or learn that new trade this is a perfect opportunity love it love it love it all love it all i'm giving like myself plus the audience like about two seconds to just digest it all in. like it was just it, it, it it's everything you're like Everything I wish that I had when at those ripe ages going mm -hmm. to school. I remember um, I wasn't that good in English in the earlier years in elementary school, or so I thought, right? Mm -hmm. Ironic the field I'm in now. And I remember it one year, the regular English teacher wasn't the English teacher anymore. And it ended up being the drama teacher, because like you said, they did the funding switch and it was my drama teacher ended up being my English teacher and my drama teacher. And I love my drama class teacher. Like her name was Miss Barnes. She like, I resonate a lot of the characteristics and the things you were saying. I resonate a lot because she was that person for me when I was in high school. And it, it wasn't until her then at that point, I was able to start really appreciating the art of Shakespeare and appreciating the art of words and appreciating just the art of writing and all the things engulfed in it and how it really does affect our everyday life as opposed to just, oh, you're writing, so you need to know how to write. You know, it takes passionate, selfless people like yourself to really just look at our future and be like, hey, I'm not gonna leave them out there hanging. Like, just because the person you thought, which is a lot of what I'm learning now in adulthood, the people that you thought would be the people right beside you, right behind you, pushing you towards your goals, sometimes it's the, the people you don't even really know, right? If you can recall, who might have been one or a few of those people for you that helped to pivot that point in your life? So I had a high school teacher. His name is Mr. Coleman. He actually passed away not too long after I graduated, but he was one of the very few people who looked into me and said, you know, you're a leader. You are a leader. Like kids are following you and you're not even trying. Why don't you start? And I was at, at the time at a predominantly um, white school. So why don't you start a, a, a black student union? And so I became the president of BSU. <laughs> and I, uh, I started the, the club just to give the black kids on the campus a, a place and outlet for them. And then it just kind of 
spiral out of like into this huge organization. But man, and it's still going on today. That is a very key, important factor. I don't know if you picked up the gems that you're sharing with everyone. Regardless of the fact that uh, Mr. Coleman, did I get it correct? Coleman, yep. Thank you. Despite Mr. Coleman giving you that advice, right? A lot of people will receive those instructions, receive those bright ideas, receive those opportunities, and they won't follow suit. They won't follow up. They'll kick yeah. it to the curb because it's not something that they place directly in your hand. Well, because remember what I talked about earlier, the narrative that's playing in their heads. Yeah. So if they have this story of negativity constantly playing in their heads, then it doesn't matter what you or I say to them that's super positive, they're not going to believe it. So they have to change the story inside of their heads first. And that's what he did. What he did was he kept telling me over and over and over that I was a leader. Well, I didn't believe him at first until I started playing the narrative in my head. I am a leader. I would love to have a Black Student Union on campus. You know what? Let me try it. And boom, it became the charter chapter. And so it, it just continued. And when I went to college, I was the, um, there was a fraternity called um, Delta Sigma Pi, which is a business fraternity. I went to business school. So I didn't have, there was no chapter, no business school clubs at, at all. And I was like, I would love to be a part of like a business, a club around that, around. It. And so they said, well, why don't you start a chapter here? And so I did that. And to this day, it's still going. So I saw something, well, someone else saw something in me and I then believed it and walked it out. But you know that happens on both sides, right? Because somebody else can say something about you, you believe it and you walk it out. Oh, you just drug at it. Okay, I believe it, I walk it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking so, nothing, nothing but facts, I, I completely agree, Ty. Completely, <laughs> completely. And thank you just for being so vulnerable and sharing these parts of your story, right? Um, I myself, have had a lot of years experience working with youth and what I will see what I will say is I know it's not easy I know there's times especially when you're getting to the teens level you might get spit on they might try to fight you you know things happen but when your intentions are pure I feel like God builds you up and he gives you the proper armor to like really facilitate in those situations. Now, when it gets into love, everybody loves love. It's cuffing season, it's getting cold outside. Everybody loves love. But love takes a lot of work, which is the side that I feel like a lot of people don't really want to admit. <laughs> the work. <laughs> right? And Oh yes. I don't, I don't want to take any weight words out of it. So if you can do me the honor of just explaining what inspired you to start love and entrepreneurship with your husband <laughs> and torture yourself that way, lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we work together. We've been working together for about eight years now. And everybody always asks us, like, how do you guys work together? I can't even live in the same house, let alone work together eight hours a day. And so we were like, you know what? Our story is kind of funny, and and coming soon is the episodes of Love and Entrepreneurship. I can't wait. I can't you wait. have to see us in action, and it's not even like an acting thing. It's not even scripted. It's just because of our dynamic that we work, but we saw that w- what we were doing was pretty unique, and that there were other people who may want to work with their spouse or who may not know that they can work with their spouse, but we're gonna give, or not even just spouse, just family members, best friends, mm-hmm. anybody in a close relationship, mm-hmm. because there is a certain dynamic when it comes to working with people that you love versus working with complete strangers. You said and it on your post, yeah. Oh my goodness. That was, this is one of the hardest jobs that I've ever had to do. And he could tell you, he's been he's been fired. He's quit. I've never quit, but like you? I, I I wanted to fire myself. But it's hard to do that when you're the CEO and the company. Very hard. The company uh, runs because of you. But my husband has taken breaks like months at a time because one time he quit. And he said, let's see how long you run this company without me. Because I need you to see that I bring value to this company. And I was like, you know what? Deuces. I don't need you. I'm smart. I'm this. I'm that. I'm this. And then, like, six weeks later, I was like, "Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Please come back. (laughs) So what I realized was that I have a gift. My gift is fundraising, business start, business development. I can create the business. I can get help get the money for it. But when it comes to the people side, when it comes to the human resources side of things, my husband is like 100% so much better than I am. And he would say the same thing. I can say something to an employee. He would say the same thing and they would be like, oh, that's cool. But if I say it, it'd be like, it's how you said it, Miss Ty. It's not what you said. It's how you said it. I'm like, oh my gosh, he said the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's it comes with the territory. But at the end of the day, he balances he balances the scale in our business and businesses. And I now can't imagine not being his partner and vice versa. And, but we want to teach people about it, about what we're doing, and just about general principles about business and relationships, because mm-hmm. we have been married for 15 years, and mm-hmm. we have never been divorced, you know, we never broken up. And so there's some people who, like, been in a relationship for 15 years, but they broke up for, like, two of those years, and it's just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah. We just learned how to deal with each other. Yeah. Not deal with though like that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally like I'm right I'm right with you. And that's beautiful. Fifteen years is nothing um to play with. Yeah, I was like ten when I got married. <laughs> oh my god. And he's still making you blush, so that's a beautiful thing. 
a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an amazing guy. And one of the things that I noticed really early about him and why I was like, oh, I better hold on to him, is that he was a man of his word. And when mm -hmm. I mean like super integral, he's call. He would say, "I will call you at 11 a.m." Mm -hmm. And he would call me. Phone ringing at 10:59. Yeah. Every time he said he was going to call me, he called me. Every time he was going to pick me up, he picked me up. And if anything changed, he made sure he made notice earlier than later. And he just was really over considerate about my feelings. And that was like, okay, yeah, he's a keeper. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and especially for Black women um, mm -hmm. forever, but more than ever today where you know, a lot of times we feel like our voices aren't heard or we're not quite mm -hmm. as respected as the male counterparts. It's, 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 it's imperative to find a partner that shares these values with you and doesn't leave you feeling like how the rest of the world sometimes allows us to feel. So I'm praying and wishing you guys 15 and forever. So <laughs> that is okay. <laughs> 15 and forever okay ty yeah <laughs> don't kill the man <laughs> take it easy i know i know he well for us we're best friends first mm. and so we don't look at it like i'm, I'm doing time <laughs> yeah. i put in 15 years to life 15 years to life yeah but i don't look at it like i'm doing time i look at it like i'm doing life I'm doing life with my best friend. And just like if you have just a best friend from like kindergarten, it's the same kind of dynamic, but of course we have the romance part to it. But I truly like, even to all the single women out there, I usually just tell them, hey, usually the guy that's gonna be the one is usually somebody you know like really well and, and you just didn't look at them like that because they're not your quote type in the beginning but they can become your type when you apply the uh, the, well, that's a that's a different story I, I actually had this conversation with my sister and yeah. she was like I just can't be with somebody that I'm not attracted to I said well I'm not talking about with some unicorn looking dude i'm just yeah. saying like it may not be your initial type but not somebody that's horrendous to toward to you beauty is in the eye of the beholder at the end of the day so someone who you may have like overlooked could actually be the person of your dreams and that you could actually live this life out with together people look at marriage they look at the wedding they're not like they're not looking at it like, oh, this is a partner. This yeah. is my partner. Like, I want to live life with this person. Yeah. And not just all about the googly feelings in your stomach, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, no, you're, you're speaking to, like, everything. Because even up to now, like, even up to today, like, a couple of my girlfriends, they not recently, but recently, simultaneously, all got back with, like, their childhood, like, crushes and stuff and they're all wow. like, so much happier than i've ever heard them and i feel like i can finally exhale for my girlfriends and you know <laughs> i'm not worried about myself i know my time will my time will come i'm a bit different mm -hmm. than others you know and i understand my energy isn't always for 
everyone. So I know my day will come and I'm, and I, and I am that friend that's able to genuinely be happy for others without spreading that envy. Cause that is a key factor as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes when people get married, they kind of lead their single friends to the side. But I just say like this, if they have a friend like we you, all marry now. Yeah. <laughs> if they have a friend like you, like, they shouldn't have to, they don't, they're not going to worry because like, I'm genuinely happy for you, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the things that I had when I got married, my single friends who are now married, they were like, Ooh, you, you just encouraging me. I was the first one in my, my friends. Okay, circle in your circle. Married. I'm the last. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> everybody in my circle is married now and yeah. still married. And so they looked at, what we did i guess we kind of we were an example to a lot of our single friends and we did it i want to say right but what i mean like um we just we dated we dated slowly we didn't rush into things we dated for three years a lot of it was long distance so granted it made it a lot easier yeah but we we put God in the middle of our relationship and I mean it wasn't perfect but what we did was we slowed everything down and then we got to know each other as like a person a friend and not as a romantic mm. just you know always ooh <laughs> you know you like you can't see nothing because you yeah, all blinded that by the lost vision oh my god yeah you can't be blinded by the d all the time you gotta just like wake up Ooh, somebody like <laughs> oh <laughs> i just spoke to somebody Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no I somebody was like oh my gosh you just talked to me oh my gosh i know that was me that was me but it's it's really like it, once you slow the pace down you 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 will save yourself a lot of heartache and pain when you slow the pace down and you get to know their character mm. the the person behind the the clothes mm. like who is the person deep inside that's mm. who i want to get to know and if i find that that person matches my like their spirit matches mine now like let's take it a little further but if we like just automatically like just jump in and then we're boom we just boom 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 so after six weeks yeah everything is like blinded and then you don't really see that they're jerk yeah. <laughs> because you're blinded by everything else and then people are gonna be like you didn't see the red flags you didn't see the red flag like no i didn't it's true. So, but so that's my my advice to the to the singles out there, men and women, not just women. Thank you, thank you. And like another like serious aspect of the whole love and entrepreneurship is the finances. You have your business finances, you have your living finances, and you have your relationship Ooh. finances. I know that. Yeah. So you know like, the number one reason for divorce is not cheating. It's, it's actually it's actually finances and it's the reason why because number one people they they're not honest about their finances before going into the relationship but once they end they hide in a bunch of stuff and then the spouse is like sideswiped by some major debt and you're like what where did this come from like we can't buy a house because and so what we what we're doing through in our show is we're taking like what are the practical approaches to getting out of debt? 
What are some of the practical, practical approaches to even just making more money? That's why one of my books is called 14 Ways to Earn $1,000 a Month during a Pandemic. Yeah. It's a long title, but it is so true. Because I had I went through some of these things during the recession in 2009. Mm. So I was like, I know if I can make money during the recession, I can make money during a pandemic. Because mm -hmm. I did it before. And then once I started, I just worked the system. And so once I started doing what I know to do, I, the money started coming in. So I wanted to help others the same way that I helped myself back then is how did I make money during the pan during the recession yeah. and write practical steps on how they can do it too. And can so I am one person. Possibly. So one person, this is like so simple, right? About one of the steps is you use your extra, use your extra space in your house for Airbnb. Right. But what I did was I, broke it down like broke it down my house had three bedrooms only two was being used one was empty i took 40 dollars, went to walmart and bought these nice looking tiles i made that room look like a hotel yeah and my um my living room had a big open space because i didn't have any couches yeah. so what i did is i went to walmart bought an air mattress and fixed it up real nice. I'm telling you, this this air mattress was nice too. It was one of those high ones. And I fixed it up real nice, put some towels, put a mint on top of the towel, and I called it a crash pad. And I titled it. I said, look, this is not a hotel. This is a, a air mattress inside of a living room. You passing through, you need to pay $25. You need to sleep. You need to go. That's what you need. This is the place for you. That's dope. That's I was booked for 28 out of 30 days. Wow. For the real. crash pad. That's real. But my, my room, my, my room was booked for one time. It was like booked for three months straight. Wow. And so this is during the recession. Yeah. So I coached somebody else who went during the pandemic, who went through a job loss. And I was like, look, you got this extra space in your house. Why don't you just rent it out for airbnb she was like girl nobody rent out airbnb during a pandemic i was like people still traveling yeah. so they're gonna need an airbnb <laughs> yeah. so this is what you do go to walmart look I, I i don't get no walmart i should get some credits for this as much as i promote walmart but yeah. they have some really nice things that make it look luxury yeah. without being the luxurious you know price so she went to Walmart, fixed it up the way I told her to fix it up. She just told me yesterday that she made $5,000 last month. That's beautiful. $5,000 last month for an Airbnb. It was, it was booked all 30 days. And, um, and she got booked com coming up. So she started in Ju June. June and July, she made $3,000, $3,000. August, she made 4000 and last month, she made 5000 Profit. Profit. So that's just one. Another okay. one was the, um, the free, become a freelancer. And I literally gave this, this is a secret gem that I use. So I'm not a graphic designer. 
whatsoever. Logos, websites, none of that. Yeah. But I have really great contacts on Fiverr that I've used in the past. And so what I've done with one website, you promote that website. Hey, we got graphic design services. My graphic design services in America is like $350 for a um, $350 for a four page website. Yeah. On Fiverr, that's $50. They don't know about Fiverr, but I know about Fiverr. Yeah. Yeah. And so I sold something that I didn't even do for 300 I made $300 yeah. off of it. You my type of girl, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting me excited. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just some of the ways that I've learned how to. So I will never be broke another day of my life because because never. I'm a creative entrepreneur. Never. So can I? Can but we, it's can not just enough that? for me. Can we say that together as an affirmation? And I want yes. if you guys are watching yes. at home, say this yes. as an affirmation. So on the count of three: one, two, three. I will never. I will never be broke another day in my life, life. Never. never 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 and i even even if you want to write a sticky note it's just sticking on your bathroom window uh, bathroom mirror and every time you brush your teeth you say i will never be broke another day in my life never. you know what i'm saying like yes. you get it in you get it in yes. because there was a time when i was broke mm -hmm. and homeless and everything that I said then, I was saying it then mm. when I was in a homeless shelter. I was saying I would never be broke another day in my life. From that point, I started taking the steps towards freedom. Yeah. And now I'm free. Yeah. So now it's not enough for just me to be free. I need for you to be free. I need for everybody to be free. Mm. Anybody who will listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I, I, I'm really excited when I meet people like yourself because it puts faith back in humanity for me. Seriously, yeah. seriously. Because with the amount of negativity and toxic, toxic behavior going on, a lot of people oh. forget or like to ignore the people like yourself that are still doing the groundwork, still being positive, still encouraging people to vote, still encouraging people to be the best brand of themselves. Now, when you're really dealing with a negative person, because this is a staple question that um, we do ask here at downtown. So I would love to ask you this question. What is a recent situation where you could have wasted time with negativity, but you decided not to waste any time with negativity? You stared clear and you dealt with it in a way that probably people wouldn't have expected you to, but you mm -hmm. Oh, well... Um, so recently, um, I was um, involved in a, a situation, a business situation, where, you know, I thought that the person was very um, open with me and, you know, even becoming friends. But I, I noticed that they started, like, making jabs at my character. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> this is not the type of person that I am. Yeah. I'm, like, one of the most... You know, coolest people. Look, if I was me, I would be friends with me, you know? Yeah. But they just, like, kept making jabs about my character and my motives and things like that. And then they just was like, you know what? I don't want to have nothing to do with you. I was like, what? Okay. What's going on with this? So I literally took 
a whole week just praying for that person. Wow. And then I said, you know what? I Because I felt like I did nothing wrong, I could easily be like, well, you know what? Well, you know, you can't break up with me. I'll break up with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, the kind yeah. of that situation. Yeah. And every time, every now and then that thought will pop up in my head. But then I'll be like, you know what? Like Michelle Obama say, when they go low, we go high. Mm -hmm. So I had to think about what literally like the wristband on my wristband on my bracelet. Look, what would be WJD? <laughs> WWJD. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be extremely nice to this person. Mm -hmm. Even if they think that I'm a horrible person or whatever narrative is going on in their head that had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. That's what I had to, I had to resolve that within myself. That their issue with me had nothing to do with me. Because everything that, that they were saying were not true about me. And so because of that, so if you know that something that somebody is saying about you is not true, then you don't have to worry about what they say. All that matters is what you have been saying to yourself. And those words cannot sit with me because I am not that person. So I could have easily tried to snap back, snap back on social media, block, unfriend, all this other stuff that immature in my immature days, I would have done. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not that person. Yeah. Instead, I said, I actually sent that person a message and was like, I wish the best for you and for your family and everything that you do. They must have been and, punching the air. <laughs> and, that's, and that was it. And I actually meant it. I wasn't even like, you know, some people Be say, malicious. I'm just going to say this. Yeah. And get this up. Nope. I actually Amen. meant it. Yeah. Because I know, I know I am a good person. Mm. And and if I give them anything other than that, then I would just be proving them right. So I was like, I'm not about to fall for these shenanigans. <laughs> wow. Instead, I did the opposite of what I probably should have did. Or somebody, some people probably said. Yeah. I would have cussed them out. Uh-uh. You are not about to call me on my name. What you're not about to do is call <laughs> me on my name. That's why you're not about to, you know. But, yeah, I, that's, that's the old thing. That's the South Central time. I, my South Central days are long gone. <laughs> okay? No, seriously. 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 And it's ironic that that is the um, situation you chose to share because I've definitely been experiencing a lot of those things. And uh, I'm here like... Misunderstood? Are you misunderstood too? <laughs> mis well misunderstood. Well misunderstood. You want to... <laughs> but, you know, everything like what you just said and with amazing people that I have as mentors and support around me just sharing with me what you just shared. And within that time the elevation and good energy that has just been happening in my life. I was like, who else want to be mean to me? Come on, bring it, bring it. 
Bring it. Bring it. Home. Bring it. Bring Bring it. Home. That's 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 where we're at in life. And it's such a beautiful space to be in. And mm-hmm. I hope that people watching and reading you today with having access to 50 states and a published book out and in a beautiful loving marriage. You know what I mean? It it, it and it's not it's not perfect, of course, but it's beautiful and it's loving and it's your guys' rules. And that is a key part that people need yep. to understand. It's not what you think it's supposed to be. It's what we over here got going on. But, yep. you know. Yep. Yep. But, some people got other, you know, you have, to, you have to create the rules in your own house. You know, some people got rules where the dad is at home and the mom goes to work. And he's a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> and that's something that's unique. But it's happening. It's happening. It's yeah. happening right now. Yeah. Mom yeah. kept her job, but dad got laid off. So you know, you gotta make as long as you secure in the role that you play in everybody's life that you're in. As long as you're secure with that, then you you just need to do you. You just need to do you. Be the best version of you that you can be. And I can tell you now, it doesn't matter. Those who misunderstood you, it'll come back around and say, you know what? They was pretty consistent. Mm. I was wrong about you. Or they may not say that. Some people prideful. They're oh. not going to admit they was wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> but you just keep being you. Yeah. You just keep being you. And that's how it is in your relationship. You have to just keep being you. But also strive for growth. You can't just be like, well, this is who I am, what I am, and better deal with it. (laughs) What do you what do you what do you say to those that they don't really know what direction is growth for them? They don't know if it's a left or a right, or they feel like, no, this is it for me. This is it. Ty, what are you what are you talking about? There's no more growth. Everyone has an innate an innate desire to be better than where they are right now even jeff bezos the richest man in the world is still striving for to be better in something because at the end of the day there's this strive for excellence that's placed on the inside of us some of us don't ever get to that point or some of us don't don't even turn that light on they just be like it is what it is mm-hmm. so what you do is like what have people been telling you you're really good at Right. So if you haven't mastered that thing, like, oh, you know, you are really great at drawing. Like your art is amazing. But all you have is artwork in a drawer. This is the opportunity. Like now is the time. Go ahead and, you know, take a class or something or try to teach a class. Start with teaching for free if, if need be, but at least you're doing what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I would rather get paid $10 an hour doing something I am passionate about than working a dead end $100,000 a year job that I hate. Yeah. I cannot do it. Now, some people, they are money. That's their motivation is to have a lot of money. It doesn't matter if they like the job or not. They're going to do it because their motivation is money. My motivation is making a difference. So if I'm making a difference at $10 an hour, I'd rather do that than $100,000 an hour where I'm driving somebody up the, or I'm, I'm 
making someone's life miserable. I can't do it. I can't even live with myself. And I've been told plenty of times, like the real successful businesses, it's when the base is, has value. There's a value attached to it. Like you, you, you can't base a business on monetary beliefs alone and believe that that's what's going to flourish. There has to be value, a real purpose and passion um, behind it. Now that yeah. leads me to my second question that we ask everyone that comes with us here at downtown, don't waste no time with negativity. Now we have the four elements and the four elements are earth, air, fire, and water. Which one do you represent or represent to you the most and why? Fire. Ooh. Fire because I'm so passionate. I'm so passionate about what I do and it comes out very passionate. And people are like, woo, you on fire. Well, that's because when I talk, I believe what I'm saying and I want you to believe it. So it comes out like fire. Mm. So mine is definitely fire. One time, um, a guest had told me fire because I, not a lot of people do choose that sign, which it, it's surprising to me. I'd love to hear um, your guys' responses, depending on the element you choose. And what was explained to me was fire was the start of evolution. Uh -huh. When that man learned how to make that fire, that's when Earth really started to... Ooh, that's good. But right. even, even even more so, what what creates diamonds? Pressure. What creates? It's the pressure. Dirt. It's the pressure. Yep. And then and and the pure gold yep. has to go through the fire. Fire. And so I look at my Can you life. Imagine that to be oh pure, you gotta go through fire. Come on. Whoo! <laughs> that's deep right there. Woo. Woo-wee. But I have gone through the fire mm. and I don't even smell like smoke. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I don't feel okay. it. <laughs> okay, y'all felt that? Y'all felt that? Y'all felt that? <laughs> Seriously. So that's why I chose fire. You know, it's a lot of different reasons why people cho choose fire. But I would say that my life was like fire. Mm. And if you look at me now, I don't look like what I've been through. Mm. And that is a true, like, I, that's the purity of the gold. Yeah. It, it Had I not gone through that fire, I don't know if I would be this passionate about the lives that I'm trying to change and the mindsets that I'm trying to change. Yeah. I don't think I'll be this passionate. I'll be like, uh, okay. Yeah. It's cool. Like real laid back, you know. No, it's true but, because when you think about it, it's like, oh, I love where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. But it's like that bittersweet moment of having to realize if I don't go through that those really I almost swore Ty. Those really horrible things that I was just like. You know when you have to say that prayer in that moment, like you don't know if you're about to make it out alive. I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
You have to yeah. make those, those declarations to God. Like, if you get me out of this. You get me out of this? I swear I want you. I'll I be will. in church every Sunday. Dot, 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 dot. Offering in hand. Like, seriously. Right. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, I know you resonate with that moment. Because people who've been oh, yes. and, I, and I bring it up, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh and yes, oh yes. At that moment with God, and you're like, if you bring me through, let me ask you a question. And I've never really asked anyone this, but we're here. Have you broken any of those promises to God that you made in those moments yet? I have. I have because, like, well, I would say I'm back on the track. So, like, I started struggling with my weight in my like late teens mm -hmm. and ultimately led me into a hospital bed with high blood pressure and just a lot of health challenges as relate to my my weight and i was like god if you just get me out of this i promise i'll eat right i'll exercise i'll do this this and that and it literally took five years before I, which was last December, <laughs> five years from that date. And then when I went back to the hospital, I made the promise again, but this time I actually stuck through it. So since December of 2019, I've lost 45 pounds and I'm still in weight loss mode. So um, I do have another, I'm halfway there, 50 pounds. Um, Listen here, more to go. I'm looking at you. Your skin glowing. You look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Your your the water. Drink the water. Myself. That's so, the water. But you know, like I I I resonate, and I know me saying this, and people, oh, but you're not that. Like it's not about the appearance. It's like a mentality. Ty, yeah. I struggle. I can be that vulnerable, and because you shared that with me, and I struggle with food like people don't even know like I may joke about it with my friends and stuff but I, I like the definition of an emotional eater put my face right there okay yeah. happy sad I'm eating I'm eating yeah. you know so I know whether it's 5 10 15 or 45 it is a huge accomplishment so congratulations yeah. to you and take it one day at a time every yeah. day I'm waking up and I'm like I'm gonna work out today. Today's the day, day one. Day one. You know how day one goes. You know how yep. day one goes. <laughs> day one. Okay. Next week. Okay, on Friday. Okay, on, on Sunday though. This time on Monday morning when I wake up, I'm gonna get up, put my shoes on. And I remember actually putting everything on and sitting in the chair and was like, I don't wanna go. And I kept the clothes on all day. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to, I'm going to keep these clothes on until I actually make myself go and work out. And it became my outfit for the day. <laughs> uh-uh. Listen, I've done a whole workout. I mean, with my partner, everything. Oh, my God. And I looked at her and I was like, you want to go to the doctor? She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. And gym outfit and everything. So we've all been there. And I hope you guys yep. are this serves as motivation because look look ty has gone through it but she's still able to sit here and tell you guys look 
I'm five in and I got somewhere to go. So it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay. But fall forward. Mm. Fall forward. Like don't, don't. Um, there's a, a proverb that says a, a person that falls seven times, but you get back up again. Mm. So even though you like, oh man, I made a mistake on should have ate that. I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have dated that person. <laughs> you know, all of these other, I shouldn't have, I should, all of these things are just their falls, but what makes you progress and when you asked that question earlier about growth mm-hmm. is the person who don't grow is the person who didn't get back up and keep walking forward that's the person who doesn't grow so I'm all you have to do guys letting it, it doesn't like, start like, just get up and yeah. start walking yeah just start walking like you dropped out of college just register again like just start walking move forward even if you take one class one class is better than doing nothing i agree i agree thank you so much ty for like everything you've shared today and i know for a fact like someone at least one person has to be watching this and they will be inspired and motivated and i need you guys to please follow and support Ty at Opportunity Knox. Is that the official social media? Well, my, for my own brand is I am Ty Woods. Oh, on Instagram is I am underscore T-Y Woods. And then on Facebook is I am Ty Woods, all, uh, no spaces. And then, of course, if you want to, you know, volunteer or help out with Opportunity Knox and with the kids, you can go to artfraternitynox.org. That's A-R-T-P-O-R-T-U-N-I-T-Y-K-N-O-C-K-S dot O-R-G. Yes, and you're in, um, you're based in Atlanta, even though you're all <laughs> overseas, you're based in Atlanta. I definitely yeah. have some people I want to send your way because you're doing really great things. And thank you. If those of you are watching, like even if it's a book, don't feel ashamed. Like anything helps, I'm assuming, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything helps. Yeah. And now, is there anything that you would like to? No, I'll I'll say this way better. I can do better, Ty. Now, when it comes to Ty Woods, Art Opportunity Knox, love and entrepreneurship, love, having a husband, growth. What do you want people to remember and resonate when it comes to you and why? Oh, you know what? Out of all the questions, this is the one that gave me a pause because there's so much. You want to do. And I never really narrowed it down to like one statement or, or one sentence. Mm-hmm. But I would say never give up on your dreams, your hopes, never give up. And it doesn't matter what it looks like, guys. Anything, anything could change at any moment. Never make a permanent decision to a temporary problem. Mm. Never make a permanent decision 
to a temporary problem. Like, oh, I'm feeling lonely, so I'm going to go marry somebody. <laughs> or I am feeling down, and I'm going to slice my wrist. Woo. So all of these things are temporary. They will change, but you just have to stick in there. And then you fall, you got to get back up and start walking forward. Exactly. Just keep walking. And eventually, you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I did. Like I did, guys. I don't want to end on no low, somber note. No. I did. saw the light and I kept walking and now I'm in the light. And I'm living the life, my best life, actually. You know, it's not a hashtag. This is my best life in the house of my dreams, the car of my dreams, my husband of my reality, and <laughs> the family that I've always wanted. So everything is because I didn't give up and I didn't make a permanent decision on a temporary problem. So. I think that's what we're going to title this one. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I have to watch the interview all over again and then I'm inspired by what to title it, but. Wow. That's the first, that's the first, that's the first. All and right. It, and it seems so straightforward and common sense, but we need yeah. to hear it. We need to hear from people like Ty Woods. We need places in the world like Opportunity Knocks. We need environments and spaces like love and entrepreneurship to just continuously fill this space we call Earth with encouragement, inspiration, motivation, and reminding us don't waste no time. We're doing time with negativity. <laughs> All right. Thank you for inviting me, guys. And I look forward to hearing from all of you who's watching. Make sure you follow me on I Am Ty Woods. And I cannot wait to meet you guys. Yes. Thank you so much, Ty. You guys, this has been an amazing episode. And I hope you guys are feeling just as inspired as I am. And make sure to reach out and support because the children are our future. Seriously. I believe the children are future. <laughs> Hand it out on a high, on a high note. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Downtown.